Welcome to another episode of Fight on Montana podcast. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Adam Healy. Uh, I am a Montana native. I have had a passion for Grizz athletics since I was born, and that was passed down to me by my family and none other than my grandfather, a former Grizz. I am awesomely excited to have the man, the myth, the legend, and my other host with me. Hey, man, you give me too much credit, and I might swear on everything I love. I appreciate the love, though. I appreciate the love. What's up, y'all? My name is Angel Villanueva. I'm originally from, uh, don't hate me by saying this, but I'm from California originally. Um, I played here football from 2015 all the way until late 2019. Uh, that last year, we we had an opportunity to head to the, fi- the, the, the I guess, the quarters, um, which is a huge feat, huge feat for me. You know, being able to experience that playoff berth um was super exciting and i've had a passion for Grizz athletics since uh since since i came here you know a little bit about myself uh my family experienced uh a fire when i was a freshman here and the outpour that i received from the community was just out of this world and because of that i developed you know i, I kind of thought of ways of how can i get back to the community and it's obviously not much but i feel this is just paying it uh, a little bit forward being able to sit down talk about Grizz athletics I'll give you guys some, you know, kind of cool stories that you probably won't normally hear. Um, so just being able to join Adam um, has been a true blessing, man. I'm just grateful to be here. Yeah, and the whole the whole point of this show, guys, is take a deep dive into everything Grizzly Athletics um, and giving you insight, updates, our opinions, even if you don't want them, and just letting you know yeah. um, what's going on. So. Uh, like like always, you know, we, we preview the next Grizz game, which is this coming weekend. They play Cal Poly at Cal Poly. Um, but before we get to that, guys, we just like to give a little uh, shout out uh, and a Grizz update, as you would, uh, to some of the uh, sports that are playing right now. And they've played since the last time we've had an episode. Uh, Grizz Lady Soccer um, has had a, a phenomenal time. Uh, they've had a couple ups and downs, but now they're on, looks like they're on the back end of a, a great swing where they are, um, rolling. Uh, they beat at, they were at Long Beach state. They won one to nil, uh, in an awesome, awesome game. If you watched it, if you are not watching Grizz soccer, you guys are missing out. These ladies are truly putting it on the all out on the field. Um, they play tomorrow at Northern Arizona. Um, you can catch it on ESPN plus. So definitely check that out. Hey, yeah. Shout out, shout out to them, man. I mean, I, I've mentioned this a couple of times in the podcast, but the, uh, those, the work that they put in is absolutely incredible. You know, yeah. it, it really is top tier and the program in general is producing some, some really solid players. And what's yep. even cool about it is that, uh, they're better people, you know, off the field. Uh, and I think that's that just speaks to the culture of, of what it's like to play here at the university. So if there's any young cats out there that kind of debating to go into UM, uh, make the right decision and commit, man. I, I think uh, I think it's good for all people. Um, I think that there, there's so much to learn and, you, and you're, you're, you're coming from a program that has a lot of tradition, a lot of excellence. And uh, I think it's just beneficial to, to so many people. Exactly. Exactly. Um, also, you know, Grizz Lady Volleyball, um, they have had a, a, kind of an up and down year so far, but they've had some good points and some bad points in the year. Um, they're coming off two losses, one at Cal State Bakersfield, and then also just last night, I believe, against the Cats. They lost, unfortunately. So they are actually uh, playing as we speak. Mm-hmm. Um, at University of Northern Colorado. So, do you know the score by sh- chance? You know, well, the last time I checked it, they were down uh, two matches. Um, uh-huh. Which, you know, with this team, <laughs> if if you followed, you know, Grizz volleyball this year, um, it, they've come back. I bet, bet you like two times from O two deficits to win three um, two. So uh, we're crossing our fingers and we're cheering hard for Lady Grizz volleyball to uh, uh, make that swing again. Yeah, you can't fucking knock them out, you know? That's one of the things. No. I mean, w- regardless of who we decide to play, you know, it's still, I think that's one of the coolest things about being part of this program, that you can't knock out the Grizz, you know? Until yep. and, until those numbers hit zero, 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 you know, you you can never roll them out. And so, again, yep. they started off on a hot streak. Uh, they've been down this past couple of weeks, but I, I think they're going to make a comeback, man. I really yep. do. 
Well, and I think, you know, Grizz Volleyball, you know, uh, it's had some high points and low points, but I really think they're like soccer has and like football has and like basketball has, you know, they're, they're really trying to get that culture down. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, you know, here um, this year, they're doing better than they did last year. And I think that you're only going to see with that culture being um, adhered and, and, and kind of more solidified, I think you're going to see Grizz Volleyball really um, mm-hmm. flourish. Yeah, I think so too, man. I think it's one of the coolest things uh, just to be able to see wh- where they started at. I mean, because they've had yeah. some rough couple years, you know, to yep. kind of where they're transitioning to and the quality of people and the quality of players that they're actually bringing in and how they're able to kind of over- overcome some of those obstacles. I mean, that's sports for you. What else can yep. you ask for in a, in, on a sports team? You know, you're going to you're going to hit, you know, rough patches. You're you're, you're going to face some adversity. You know, and the fact that these women are still playing the damn hearts out, I think it's it, it's just super promising, man. And I think you look across the spectrum of Grizz athletics, you know, that's what you see. You know, regardless yeah. of who we play, it's a fight. It's a dog fight yeah. thing. And regardless yeah. of what it is, we're going to keep playing. And, you know, there's going to be another tomorrow. T- tomorrow's going to come. You know, tomorrow's going to come. But they're playing like the night the last time. I think that's the coolest thing ever to see. Yep, that Grizz fight, man. You can't, yep. you can't beat it. Yep. So – Angel, we have some football. It seems like it's been forever since we've had some football with this week off. Um, so we do have some football. We're playing Cal Poly. I did watch uh, the game versus um, South Dakota, Cal Poly mm-hmm. versus South Dakota. It really hurt my eyes. It was really hard to watch, man. I don't know if you watched it, but, man, oh, man, the middle of the fourth quarter, I had to turn it off because it was just like, oh, it was hard to watch. Mm-hmm. No, so. most definitely, man. I mean, I mean, that's really been the theme of this team, you know, yeah. of the Cal Poly team. They're a grown team, you know. It's it's you know Baldwin's. It's technically his first official year, you yeah. know, we're actual, yeah. you know, not no COVID year. And so because yeah. of that, he's going to have a lot of growing to do. There's going to be a lot yeah. of growing pains, you know. But he has a track record that's been, you know, pretty damn good, if you ask me. And I hate to knock on anybody's you know, head and just fill it up with air. Um, but, I mean, I, I was reading this, uh, just a profile, this bio, the, the bio profile on him, you know, and it said, specifically, it said he has a proven track record of winning Big Sky and national championships, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely one of those years where he's going to be building, you know, but I think eventually he's going to get to a point where, you know, they're a contender, you know, year in and year out. And because of his coaching style, because of how successful he has been, you know, even going yeah. to a place like Eastern, you know, it's kind of building from the ground up. It's going to take some time, you know, but he's been shown and he's been known to be a really, really good coach, man. So uh, as far as this year goes, it's going to be tough to watch in a lot of ways. But I think eventually yeah. it's going to get to a point where it's going to be real competitive between us and them. You know, and that's all you could ask for, man. All you could ask for is good football games, good teams playing. Hopefully they're all safe. You know, hopefully there's no injuries on that team that, that they're going to be lingering. That kind of ends some of those guys careers. I hope they play long careers, man. I really do. And that's and that's that's across the board. I don't care. I don't care who it is, except now I'm not even going to say them, but, uh, but uh, I'm just going <laughs> to say that um, you just hope for good football games, man, and good football. And that's yeah. all you can really hope for, you know, in this sport. Yeah. When you, they've had, you know, a kind of an up and down year already, you know, they beat, yeah. um, you know, San Diego, they go and play Fresno state and get the crap. Hey, let, let me tell you, Fresno state is <laughs> playing some ball though. Oh my goodness. Jesus Christ. I mean, almost having to win <laughs> against Oregon, which is, mm-hmm. I mean, and they're yeah. considered number three in the, you know, NCAA football. Uh, yeah. I do. I think they just, I don't know if I would say, that. do I think they're number three? I don't think personally they're number three, but I do think that they're a really damn good football team, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. Even with Washington, they've had a couple, couple weeks that struggled, but I think they're going to be on the up and up when it comes to, I mean, playing Pac 12 teams. You know, I think yeah. they're going to come out. Maybe one of the top contenders. Who knows? You know, and that's the thing about football. You don't know. You can't rule know. shit out. You can't rule people no. out until it's all done. Yep. Any given Saturday, man. Any given Saturday, so. baby. Who knows? Yep. Who knows? Everybody, everybody has a plan, you know? Yep. So, mm-hmm. you know, they, they go into the South uh, Dakota game. Um, you know, I believe the ending score was like 42-17 or 42-14. I, I couldn't watch the rest of it. It was it was pretty hard on the eyes. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they are actually having a coming off of a quarterback. So let's just like dive into their quarterback situation because that's the, the glaring thing where um, 
you know, that Fresno State game where they got it handed to him, they actually lost their starting quarterback. He actually fractured his hand. Um, he's going to be out up to five weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that South Dakota game, they actually played a gray shirt freshman, uh, Kalik uh, Paulette. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, you know, you, and, and this is with any freshman, you, you see some like really upside in the guy. And then you, yeah. the next play you are like, what in the world is that guy doing? Um, but you really do see some upside. He can run. He's, he's got an arm on him. Um, just that decision-making isn't there. Um, and so they, they really had a hard time finding what they were wanting to do. Um, they really didn't pass it well. They really don't run it well at all. Um, and then, you know, the end of that game, they did have Connor Bruce, another uh, quarterback, come in, um, and he went three for three at, at the end of the game. Um, so they, they re- really don't know who's going to play quarterback um, this weekend. You know, probably it might be a little bit of both. Um, mm-hmm. But who knows? I, I don't think it's going to change the matchup. You know, just yep. because it's not gonna it's not gonna hurt the Grizz. Let, let's be honest, it's not gonna hurt mm-hmm. the Grizz if if someone else starts. It's not mm-hmm. gonna hurt the defense. Uh, and I think uh, that just goes to speak to the the type of preparation that we take into consideration. You know, we yep. really rule out all situations. You know, we put ourselves in a situation where we practice. You know, time and time again. Hey, what's gonna happen? What could happen? Who do we have to expect? You know, yep. and they, and they base their scouting D and scouting O off you know their playing styles you know thank goodness they're not running a triple option anymore because i remember running triple option all week was hell dude i hated (laughs) i hated you know when i was a freshman i was retroing i hated practicing and pretending that we were a triple option team it just it it was a grind you know so the fact that now they're kind of stepping away from it it just goes to show that i think the grizz are are just right you know, they're ready in all yeah. types of domains, all types of facets, and they're ready to go out there and work just like any other team. They know it's a team, you know, it's a game of football, so you never know what's going to happen. And so it's yeah. one of those things that you can't rule Cal Poly out just because of, you know, kind of the situations that they're going through or, you know, kind of kind of, kind of, of some of the injury that they're going through. Like you said, I mean, rule it, kind of dumbing it back down to who's running the program. I mean, he has a, when he was playing – for uh for for each eastern or coaching at eastern he he yep. coached from 2008 all the way up to 2016 during that time he had a 58 14 big sky record you know and then overall he was 85 and 32 which is pretty damn good i think a percentage yeah. was some crazy like 0.7 and 0.72 he's essentially the winningest coach of that program and of the big sky right behind you guessed it bobby hauk yeah you know to think that, you know, they're neck and neck as far as, hey, you know, the quality of coaches, it goes to show like, yeah, they may have a rebuilding year just like Hal did, you know, and we yeah. struggled a little bit just like, you know, our team did when we first got into transitioning and kind of getting used to, you know, coaches. Style. I mean, all those guys have known is triple option. That's the only thing that they've known. Yeah. You know, the yeah. fact that they're finally kind of going away from it is is really is, is really good thing. You know, it, it's yeah. challenging those players. It's putting them in a position to understand, okay, well, we know how to kind of run with the triple option. We also kind of know how to, you know, do this new style of, of football, you know. So it's going to be challenging in a lot of ways, but I think it's, it, it, it's promising, you know, for that program specifically. And I don't mean to keep the home. It's, just, it's one of those things that I'm excited for the future of because I think it's going to transition onto some really good football when it comes to just big side matchup. Yeah, definitely, man. You know, they, they they don't run the ball very well either. So it, it'll be really interesting to see what they do to kind of um, get some offense going um, just with what they have. Like you said, they don't, they're not running the triple option, which I am a fan of not running because, <laughs> mm-hmm. man, either they're going to – either it's going to get nothing or it, it's going it, to – it's effective, you know. You just let it, let it, you know, roll it out. And if someone's not being holding to the, what they need to do, you're going to get big yardage on it. So um, mm-hmm. it is very interesting to see uh, what they're going to do this this week in, in Cal Poly. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, even going to back back down to the coach, man, I mean, he's going to put them in the best position to succeed. It doesn't matter exactly. who, who we play and who they play. You know, yep. I mean, going to back to that 08 to 16 stint, I mean, five Big Sky Championships. 
you know, which is pretty damn incredible. Six playoff first, a 2010 national championship, you know, and then kind of transitioning on to obviously he went out to play at Cal and he was a football coach there and they were able to go to two bowls. I forgot what bowl. I think it was like the Cheez-Its Bowl and another bowl that they went through during this three-year span there. I mean, and, but yeah. when he transitioned over to Cal Poly, he brought over Kalik. You know, obviously mm-hmm. Kalik yep. being a freshman, you know, those are high expectations. That's high pressure. And, and sometimes it takes a little bit of while to kind of transition over, you know, but it's one yeah. of those things that like, hey, man, they got a lot of young players. So, yeah. uh, again, again, I'm just excited for the future of Big Sky football. I'm not, I'm not high on Cal Poly for any other reason. I'm just saying that, hey, come down the road, it's going to transition onto some really good matchups. You know, and this year, it's going to be a little bit different, you know, because we're at a point where we're a little bit established. We have the players that we want. We have the recruiting classes that we want. We have the players in the right positions in order to succeed as a, as a unit for the rest of the year, you know, but kind of moving down the line. It's going to still transition over. And so I, I'm just excited for, you know, those types of things. Yeah, like you said, you know, the only thing that really scares us is the coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the only thing that really scares us about Cal Poly. But, man, if you look at it, the coaches in the Big Sky, you know, you're looking at the cream of the crop, um, mm-hmm. you know. That's also true. With McCafferty coming in at UNC, you know, we'll see what, what he has to offer. Um, mm-hmm. But, man, there are some good coaches in the Big Sky, and that's only going to make football better. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, it's just going to prove. I mean, that's what you want. Like I said, I mean, I, I sound like, a you know, beating a dead horse, but repetitive. But <laughs> you want good football, you know, yep. and it, the fact that we're able to be competitive. I mean, what the big sky or what just the FCS level has done to FBS teams this year has been fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. I mean, thinking yep. about the matchup, thinking about some of the big wins that we've had, you know, I mean, even going back to a couple of weeks with Northern Arizona beat uh, uh, Arizona, Arizona, you know, think yep. about that, dude. I mean. 15 or 10 years ago or five years ago, even a couple years ago, you know, that wasn't even discussion. But now I think, I think the FCS deserves a little bit more respect. You know, there's serious contenders with some serious coaches, with some serious players and really good ballers, you know? So I I think that's only to say that, Hey man, it's a good year for football and this transition period. I hope it's one of those things that continues on. Yeah. Well, and this is going to be, I'm going to bring something in that, you know, doesn't involve Grizz, but this is going to be interesting to see how all this plays out, you know, with the Pac-12 losing so many games to the big sky, if they're going mm-hmm. to uh, buy the, or have play those games, just because the changing of the landscape of college sports is changing so much. And also, I believe the Big Ten signed a deal with uh, the Pac-12 of that scheduling alliance. You mm-hmm. might, you know, you might not see that again um, no. with big sky schools just because they're going to be playing the power five and they're not going to have time to play big sky yeah. teams. Yeah. I mean, thinking about it too, I mean, like you said, we're getting to a point where we're, we're serious, you know, the FC, mm-hmm. FCS ball is serious. And the fact yep. that, you know, these are supposed to be entry level games just to get your kind of feet wet and kind of put yourself in a position to get ready for the season. And I mean, these demoralizing wins, I mean, you can only imagine what that is just a program. So it's going to be interesting to see how it kind of transitioned over to see, hey, you know what, are we going to continue to schedule these teams or are we going to go, you know, a, a level under, you know, just to kind of guarantee that win because it's a lot of money that they're forking over. It's a lot of a lot of time. And like I said, it's demoralizing to some of those to some of those players. You know, really that Washington football team, I think they're a damn good football team. But the fact that we came in there and we beat them convincingly, I mean, on all levels, on all spectrum, special teams, offense, defense, I mean, we were giving it to them pound for pound. The whole yep. the whole way through. And so that type of stuff really changes the I guess the dynamics of, of a season for a team. And so the fact that 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 we're able to do that just goes to show, man, like we're fucking here to play. I know you just mentioned a couple seconds ago or a couple minutes ago that hey, we're kind of scared of ball. I'm not necessarily scared. I'm fucking excited, dude. I'm ready for them to go <laughs> at it, you know? And so it's one of those things. I'm heading out to the game this weekend too. I'm, I'm I might be a little bit late because of work, but it's still it's one of those things like, man, I'm I'm ready to go. You know? Yeah. Yep. I'm really ready to go. And I, I had the fortune of 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 being able to play when Baldwin was still there. But he had Cooper Cup and that dude was serious. By the way, he's balling out in the NFL right now too. Oh yeah. You know, oh, yeah. so seeing some of those so, some some of those top tier players and how they transitioned over is just the the I guess the future of FCS is bright, man. That's all I really gotta yeah. say. And definitely. Well and, and just to throw it out there, um, as my dog's barking at me. Um right. <laughs> Uh, we, we are not playing at Cal Poly. I think I said at Cal Poly. Yeah. We are actually, it's actually a homecoming weekend for the Grizz. Come on, Adam. Um, so I know, I know. 
I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. It's been a week, man. Holy cow. Um, But hey, going into, you know, their defense, their defense is nothing um, to kind of be scared about either. Um, You know, 570 total yards. Their people are averaging against them. 208 yards rushing. Uh, 330 plus average on, on passing. So um, I think that it's going to be a, we get our reps in, we get out early, hopefully, and we get some, um, some backups in with some, some time as well. So um, mm-hmm. that's what I'm kind of thinking that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's kind of, if you look at it too, Cal Poly didn't have any players on the preseason award list. Yeah. list. Um, they've got huge, huge holes. Like Angel said, they've got they didn't play a year. They played three games last year, I believe, and then they had to, you know, shut it down with a new coach. They're going to go through a lot of growing pains. Yeah, you know, they don't have a QB that they're trying to search that out, and so they're going to have a lot of growing pains. This is going to hurt weekend, and so what are you looking for the Grizz do this this week, Angel? Uh, you know what? I think the biggest thing is just kind of the same story for two weeks ago. You know. Coming off a couple of big wins, having a bye week. I mean, I, I somewhere on Twitter, I think Sean, you know, Rainey retweeted at one point. He was just like, from a bye week, we haven't won following that bye week since 2013, you know, which is pretty damn crazy to even think about. And thinking about mm-hmm. my career there, I was like, fuck, you're right. You know, for me personally, that bye week has been tough, you know, coming yeah. off of wins like that. Because every single, I think, I think at least I know for the last two, we came off a win before the bye. And then that following week was, you know, knock on wood, was a loss to us, you know? So yeah. it, it wasn't like I wasn't putting in and the team wasn't putting in any type of different effort, but it's a shift in energy. It's a shift in routine, you know? And a lot of people say, oh, well, good. You know, we need these bye weeks for injury, 100%. But at the same yeah. time, not continuously staying in that routine, what does that do to the team, you know? How do you bounce back for yeah. something like that? How do you transition over and say, okay, we had a week off, what are we doing to prepare for this week? You know, yeah. again, we're, we're not necessarily at a point where I'm like, okay, well, I'm scared about Cal Poly. I'm just more worried about the mental kind of state of some of those players simply because, you know, that bye week could be tough on people. Exactly. You know? and, and, and I'm sure they're doing everything in the power to get ready and fucking ready to, ready to roll, roll with the punches. But at the same time, it's like, okay, it's just a thought in the back of my head. Okay, what's it going to look like? What do I expect out of these players? And by the way, shout out to Frank. Fra- Frank's been a reporter and he's, he's been covering. He's, he's a journalist and he, he, he's a writer and he covers the Grizz absolutely fantastic. If you guys don't follow him, give him a follow, man. Shoot, exactly. shoot him a follow on Twitter, man. He puts out some quality stuff and he did kind of a breakdown of, of some of the key players to watch for Cal Poly this week. And again, quarterback, Kalik Paulette. Obviously, a yep. Cal transfer that he came over with Baldwin, you know, going yep. down to the running back is uh, Shakobi Harper. He's also a freshman. He's from Long Beach, California. Shout out to the Roots, you know what I'm saying? Uh, wide yep. receiver tight end Chris Coleman. He's a Fresno State transfer. Fresno They've State. been known to produce some pretty, yeah, pretty good players, you know? Yep. And so, uh, you know, actually, like I said, Fresno's playing really damn good, so he was able to be part of a winning program, you know? And they also, have a, fr- the- Sorry, they also have a freshman wide receiver, um, yeah. uh, Michael Briscoe, that's putting up some numbers as well for him, too, so yeah. – um, yeah, I think he's got over 200 yards and two touchdowns. So yeah, I mean, I mean, transitioning onto the O line, I mean, they have Wade Willett, which is their most experienced. He's had he's seen some playing time in 22 games overall as a unit on their offensive line. They've had 58 kind of players, or not 58 players, but on that all line, they had 58 games where they all kind of saw some type of action. So necessarily, they have a little bit of experience in kind of that realm. Going to the D line, Elijah uh, Ponder, I think that's his name. He's another yep. freshman. So, again, I keep mentioning freshman, 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 and a little bit of an O-line with some experience. You know, kind of looking down the line, you know, young players, thinking about my opportunity to play at, at a young age, you know, it's a different feel than when I was a senior. It took a lot of growing pains. It took a lot of effort. It took a lot of will and want to get to that point where I was like, okay, I'm fucking ready to go. I know I'm a damn yeah. good player. I know I can produce. I'm, I'm quality in my snaps, and I take every snap seriously, you know. And so it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how it kind of transitions over, what kind of happens this week. So I guess my expectations for the Grizz is is to keep the train rolling. You know, yeah. they're in a position where they're sitting pretty. You know, they're looking good. They've had some big plays. They played some really good football. 
but as far as numbers of what I'm expecting on a team, I want to see another 500 yarder. I want Cam yeah. to throw, you know, three touchdowns. I want there to be over 200 yards of rushing, you know, that just goes to show that coming off a of bye week and playing another team, because regardless of who you play, I don't care if it's D2, D3, a Juco, winning's hard. You know, winning yeah, is exactly. damn hard. And that I yeah. guess that was one of the biggest things that Coach Bobby uh, ingrained in my head. Winning's hard, you know, and regardless if it's by one point or by 50 points, it takes a lot of effort from the coaches, a lot of effort from the players, and it's not a walk in a park. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, hey, Angel, you know, we had a, actually a listener um, reach out to me um, and he had a question for us. So uh, yep. I'll give a shout out to Michael Kemper. He's he's one of our listeners. He had a question for you, Angel. You know, you mentioned the um, layoff and what that entailed. Uh, looking at what we have coming up, we have Eastern Washington. It is a just moved to ESPN2, uh, 8.30 Yep. <laughs> Crazy. And it, on a Saturday, that's going to be, you know, a quick turnaround, you know, because, you know, they're going to be uh, playing this Saturday. There's going to be a quick turnaround and and traveling to Eastern Washington. It, it, it's not necessarily a uh, long travel, but do the Grizz, and this is his question, do the Grizz on a off, off week, uh, a bye week, do they plan for two teams? So, like, they an example, would they plan and put in Cal Poly, and then would they put in a little bit for Eastern Washington just because of the time, or would they take a team at a at a team glance and have just that team? Well, because you I, have I that whole say, extra, I, you have that whole extra yeah. week there. Would yeah. you have that time to do that? Yeah, primarily the big focus of a bye week is really to, you know, if you have any nicks and knacks to, you know, not necessarily take it easy, but put your, put your body in the best position to succeed, whether that be extra time in the training room, whether that be extra time in the weight room. I'm not talking about lifting weights. I'm talking about, you know, doing the rollout, you know, getting that acupuncture, getting those massages, putting yourself in a position to feel good for that week. But I'm always going to say the most important game is the next one. You know, yeah. that's I think I think Dom, that's a philosophy that Tom Brady lives by. The most important yeah. win is the next one. The most important game is the next one. So, no, simply because, I mean, that's two things at once. You know, we, it's already as tough as it is to focus on one team. Now, imagine trying to put two teams in the same week knowing. I mean, it just causes a lot of confusion. It's out of yeah. routine. You know, on a normal week, you're not sitting there looking to play both teams that same week. You know, who are we playing? We're playing Cal Poly. So that emphasis and that focus is really on the next team. And in this case, would be Cal Poly. If it was just around, if we were playing Eastern this week, it'd be the same thing. And Cal Poly next week, it'd be the same thing. It'd be, hey, you know what? Regardless of the big games, it doesn't matter. The most important one is the next one. You know, do you think that the maybe the coaching staff gets ready for the other team? Because like I'm, I'm thinking basketball, and I know basketball and football are apples and oranges. But I, yep. I think of basketball going into the national tournament. Um, they basically, they plan for two games, um, basically, mm-hmm. um, they, mm-hmm. they do it that way just because of the short distance of, of those yeah. games. Um, do you think that this coaching staff does that where they, you know, they don't put the, uh, a, a game plan in with the, the whole team, but they get ready for it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I, I think it's one of those things that as coaches, you have a different responsibility than as a player. You know, with yeah. a player, you're so focused on the next team that that's all you're training for and focused on. When it comes to coaches, possibly, who knows? You know, yeah. re- realistically, I mean, I'm just thinking to myself as a coach, I got to get my week's worth of work done this week in order for, obviously, the game on Saturday. But at the same time, in the back of my head, am I going to get a head start on the following week? Am I going to start making cut-ups? 100%. But the crazy part about it is those cut-ups are done early, early in fall camp. You know, yeah. that film session, you can go back at any point and start looking ahead. I mean, uh, the tools that we use, the film tools that we use, it's it's always looking ahead. So if those players want to take some extra time, you know, after they feel that they've done, you know, their due diligence as far as watching film. And that's the thing. You can never watch too much film. Of no. course, they have that opportunity if they want to look ahead a little bit, you know, look at players that they're kind of thinking about. I know me personally, it was always it was one of the things that Coach Charles preached. He said. 15 minutes of film 
could could be the the defining point of making you ready for like i guess i've well prepared to you know extremely prepared you know yeah and really that's the focus that these coaches are giving the players hey spend 15 minutes extra you don't you never loan you never know what you can learn in 15 minutes same type yeah. of approach but i'm sure is it going to be on their time that they're watching Eastern? No, it's going to be on the player's time if they want to. And this is late night. I mean, I saw a couple guys, you know, just getting extra work in. Not necessarily folk, but I mean, I saw uh, Sammy Cam and Malik Flowers just working on, ca- on the catching capabilities. I saw yeah. another player, you know, late hours watching film. It was, I think it, I think it was, I think it was Cal Poly they were watching, but still the fact that these players are going out of the way doing that extra stuff when, they could easily just call the quits for the day and go home and rest. But that's not how these players are built. They're built to yeah. grind. You know, they're built to get after. They're built to, to, to fucking be ready. You know, it's a job. Regardless yeah. of whatever one wants to say, well, no, it's college. Fo- no, it's a job. It, yeah. It's grueling hours. It's tough. It's physical. Your body aches. A lot of times you're sitting there, you're like, I don't want to fucking do this. I don't want to go through the pains. I, I don't want to sit here for another 15 minutes when I know. That could be the drive home and I can be in my bed relaxing, getting ready for the next day. No, no, no. These guys are, are taking it upon themselves. And that's, I think, the really difference that makes a, a team good to a team great. To great, you know? yeah. Yeah. And Amen. I think that's really kind of where they're transitioning. Yep. Yeah, and I, I totally agree with you. You know, I, I expect, you know, the D that, to have some awesome, uh, you know, the dominance to continue. Um, I would love to see, you know, the, the line in the, the running game just kind of just come alive even more um, and then just even more uh, reps for cam and then even backup reps. I would love to see Chris get some backup reps and actually be able to let it loose. I don't really feel like he's been able to let it loose as much as I think they want him to, or they would Mm -hmm. like him to just because the situations haven't been um, the the right circumstance. Um, So I'd love to see Chris get some time in there and just you know, let them, let them go, man. Just let them. Yeah. Let them play. That's a good point too. I mean, granted we're still two games deep. So it's like, now it's not like we've had a lot of games. Yeah. Under our belt, <laughs> exactly. You know? exactly. And, and, but it's one of those things. I mean, I think Chris is a fantastic player, man. I think yeah. after kind of uh, Cam does his job and at the end of the year, transition to next year, I think there's, there's no reason why he can't be our guy. And, you yeah. know, he's at a point where he's had a couple of years under his belt. He's been under some great leadership. Uh, he's playing with some great lines, so he's just gonna be, he's gonna just the general, you know, the general of the field, you know. And I'm I'm really kind of excited to see that. I know I kind of mentioned the offense, but even on the defensive side, man, I mean, I'm expecting a, 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 at least four sacks. At oh, least at least that, dude. Times. At least that. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, that's that's me being on the, uh, the lower spectrum of things, man. But I think they're gonna yep. steamroll them, man. I mean, the way those front seven guys play, the way that they blitz, the tenacity, the, the ferocity they bring to the game. You know, I want to see some numbers put up. You know, I want those yep. sets. I want those guys to have a, a a career defining game to the point where, hey, I mean, I think everybody's been knowing, but I mean, we've had a lot, a lot of teams kind of stop by practices these past couple of weeks. Oh, heck yeah! You know, all the, all, all those NFL, NFL teams. Holy yeah. cow! Yeah, it's like every yeah, week. I mean, it's like, hey, let's give a shout out to these NFL teams. I'm like, dang, dude! Yeah. Like, holy and cow! And they're coming with, at groups at a time. It's not like one yeah. guy's coming or two. I mean, yeah. it's like. Seven, seven teams are coming. Four teams are coming. Five teams are coming, and they range from all over the NFL spectrum. And every yeah. time you see them, you're like, "Fuck, okay." I mean, they must be doing something right. You know, people exactly. must be enjoying the game. They must be putting themselves in a situation to kind of really succeed, and you know, all that type of stuff. I mean, like I said, so eyes, they're watching. The NFL well, that's just that's a shout out to the development of the players, and also just the shout out to the players. Like, congratulations. You know, you you you're you're getting what you've been working towards you're getting identified as as a mm-hmm. player and we just wish them the best man that would be awesome yeah. to get multiple yeah. guys in the nfl at one time that yeah. would just be that'd be awesome i mean think about it man i mean that's a dream dude that's yeah. why you play i mean i mean it, it it goes so much deeper than football i mean people's livelihoods people's families i mean growing up i mean that was a dream mm-hmm. you know and i was so passionate about it and for a long time it was like there's no plan b and I think that's yep. why I struggled so hard to transition from football because it was always, hey, this is it for me. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to sacrifice for my peers, for my family, for myself. This is it. You know, if yeah. I don't make it, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with myself. But thank, 
thank the Lord I transitioned, you know, <laughs> but I know, I know some guys it's tough, you know, I mean, their whole life depend on it. The, the trajectory of their family, their last yep. name that they wear on that Jersey, man, it, it makes a fucking difference, dude. And so the fact that even if it's an opportunity to come to a camp, you know, Oh my gosh, that's a dream, dude. Amen. And I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm so pat. I'm so passionate about it, dude. And all you can hope for is a big day on offense, a big day on defense, a big day on special teams. Brian controlling the field, putting them in the best position. Martinez yep. going out there and kicking field lot for hopefully the touchdowns, but at the same time giving some light to you know, kind of kind of spread it out where we can and put ourselves in a position to feel confident and feel ready for coming into next week, knowing that hey, we're a damn good football team. We do things on all cylinders, and and we get the job done. So, Angel, this is I've had had a couple um conversations with people and this is what i'm thinking you know the grizz are are so well preached and, and developed and we have the the backup on backups and what we're doing that i think this year it's not who or if someone's going to beat the grizz the we're, we're battling ourselves the, yep. the only person that's going to be able to beat us you know, past maybe some people in the playoffs and past the other team that we're not going to mention um, until the end of the year um, is just ourselves. We're going to be mm-hmm. we're going to be favored in all the games, um, plus the last one, um, mm. and going into the playoffs until you know probably the semifinals where that we're going to meet a like opponent. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying I'm not, I don't mean to be rude to the other. Um, teams in the big sky it's just the truth like i'm, I'm sorry but mm-hmm. it's the truth that the way that we're structured is is not comparable yeah no and that so. that's something that i felt during my time there and i think uh it's been shown this year but every single year and this wasn't to sound cocky it wasn't because i was part of the football team it wasn't because it was my team it was one of those things where i truly believed in my heart that we were we were the most talented team on the field were we the best yeah. team on the field all the time no, but we're the most talented. Yes. And so the games that we lost were because of us. It wasn't because of no yeah. nobody else. It wasn't because we didn't know what the hell that they were going to do. It was we shot ourselves in the foot time and time again. And, and, and I think it finally got ingrained into these guys that we have currently on the team to really realize that, hey, it's on us. No, we don't pull up 500 yards of offense. We don't get X amount of sacks. We don't get X amount of stoppages, you know, regardless, three and outs. That's on us. That's not because they did anything, uh, you know, that, you know, it's not like we're playing no, no crazy. We're not playing, you know, the Packers or nothing like that. Or we're not paying the Chiefs or the Patriots or, or, or the Bucks or nope. You know, it's because we did it to ourselves, you know. Yeah. At that next level, is that, that's when you start debating. I was like, okay, well, we're kind of out mass here, out mass here. But it really is a, it, it's a mindset thing. You know, and putting ourselves in that mindset of, hey, we're ready to dominate, not win, but dominate. I think it's really been the biggest transition from that last year of mine to this year. They really got it ingrained in their head that, hey, we're looking to dominate. We're not looking to be like what McGregor said. We're not looking to be a part of. We're looking to take over. You know, exactly. We want Mm -hmm. we want the other team to remember when they played the Grizz and just be yeah. like, dang, dude, I do not want to do that again. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, and, so. and, and I said it, I said it earlier jokingly, but it, it really is one of those things, regardless of who we play, man, it, it dials down to just being safe. You know, yeah. I, I, I preach this dominance and I preach, you know, this killer instinct and I, I you know, putting those guys in the turf. But at the end of the day, man, I mean, the most important thing is, is being safe on that. Even to those guys that we're not a huge fan of, you know, we want everybody to be safe. We want everybody yeah. to have football games. And I, I think yeah. it's, it's coming down that, like you had mentioned, that we're going to run into teams and opponents that that are good teams. You know, mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think I don't think we've seen nothing yet as far as big sky talent. You know, but we're going to we're starting to get into those games. Like you said, next yeah. week is that they moved it up because it's such a big game and it's, so much it's is on the line. It's a huge game. Yep. Their offense over there at Eastern is putting up some fucking numbers. Jesus Christ. And so, you and know, they're kind of. And they're, and they're letting letting people go by them like <laughs> their defense can't stop anybody. Holy yeah. cow. So but, it, it's going to be a show, man. It's going to be a show, dude. Yeah. I feel sorry for people that have to, you know, uh, ESPN two viewers that have to see that field, but you know, that might <laughs> make them go blind. Uh, 
I think, you know, if, if they're going to move, move it to ESPN too, they should be able to probably just move the game to Eastern Washington so that they have a better venue for it. Mm-hmm. Well, the game's at Eastern, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, I'm just I'm just joking. Oh, okay. I, I, yeah, it's it's at Eastern. I'm just I'm just giving giving crap. Well, I don't know, Adam. Should... First, you said Cal Poly was away, and then they. I, I know, know, I know. I'm trying to fool you, man. I'm trying to fool you. You did this on purpose, <laughs> dude. You got, you, got, you got me all types of messed up. <laughs> so, other things that uh, you want to go over, man? You know what, man? I think it's uh, it, it's just one of the one of those weeks. You know, it's a business week. It, yep. it, it's another game. It, it's another opportunity, and it and it, it's going to put us in a position to, to gain a little bit of traction, a little bit more confidence than we already have. You know, again, the most important thing is going out there with the right mindset, going out there with the right attitude, with with that will, that hunger, that desire to to get after it. You know, the uh, you hear it time and time again. The heart of the Grizzlies, you know, it, it's different. You know, it really is. You know, I, I played. I mean, growing up, I mean, I've been around some really, really talented people that just a lot of times never gave it their all. You know, and so now kind of seeing the program and how passionate these kids are and where they want to fall and, you know, everything that they want to accomplish. It, it's one of those things where you're like, fuck, OK, cool. It's time. You know, yeah. we've worked so hard to get here. You know, it, it really is the pride and tradition uh, of the Montana Grizzlies, you know, and it, yep. it, I think these players have them in the back of their head. And so, I mean, good luck to Cal Poly, brother. Let me just say that. But Jesus Christ, I mean, they got they got a storm coming their way, dude. And they don't even know it yet. I mean, they're over no. there prepping like it, it's going to be another game. They're going to put up some number. No, fuck that. It's it's going to be shutouts, baby. Shutouts, zero zeros. They're going to be they're going to be chewing on some bone and looking for some meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you prediction, know you know buddy. Know actually, prediction. I, I, What's I your did... prediction, buddy? Oh, prediction, dude. I'm thinking we hit fifties this week. I'm going to be honest. Well, we got you. Got to give a prediction. We got we got food on this, man. We got dinner on this, buddy. Yeah, we do. Got oh, fucking it. so. Uh, <laughs> let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. I think they're gonna hit. Oh shit. Uh, what did I say? I'm I'm gonna say 56, and I think okay. I think the defense is gonna come out with goose egg. Okay. I think I think 56 they're gonna come out with is zero. Woo! 56 is zero. I know. Nice. But I mean, it's totally obtainable. I mean, when you really oh, yeah. about oh, it, it, is. it <laughs> truly is attainable, you know? And if, if any of those players want to listen to it, take it as you will, man. I mean, take, take it as yeah. hunger, take it as fire, you know? But at the yep. same time, I hope that, you know, the Grizz take it the same way, dude. They take it as yep. a personal vendetta to say, hey, you know what? We're here to play and we need business. We're not playing no yeah. games this year. You know, yeah. we're not here to be your friends. We're here to we're here to take over, you know? That's yep. kind of where I'm sitting now with that. What are you thinking? I'm thinking 52 to 7. Oh, you think they're gonna so, score on a defense like we have? I I think I think there's it, it might not be on the defense, um, but I think I I don't think they're gonna get shut out. I wait, don't wait, think wait. they're so going you think, to. You think we're, we're gonna throw an interception. That's what you're telling me. No, 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 no. I, I <laughs> last last game I I did come out wrong with that because I I said we were gonna score off of a, a interception and the other team did it. So that might be like giving bad luck, man. Um, Shit, I don't know, but, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. I kept on going back 52 to 7 or 52 to 3. I do think they'll score once, but yeah, I, I think it's gonna be 52 yeah. 7. Um, dude, I, so. I, I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know that. I think, I well, think we're gonna come out with a crazy, crazy dub. Yeah, I'm gonna say 56. Yeah. Um, just because I think we're gonna pop bump out of the 40s. I, where no. we fall in the 50s, I don't know. We might have a couple field goals in there that might change it up. Who, who knows? But I'm just I'm expecting yeah. uh, a, a crazy day. Some stats to be yeah. put up, some numbers to be put up, and some players to leave that game knowing, hey man, I, I did a lot of good things this week. Now it's time to yeah. do even better for the following week. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Some all-time records for careers are probably yeah. going to be set this 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 week. So, um, oh, yeah. and it being oh, yeah. homecoming as well, so that'll be awesome for them. Yeah, it's, the, we got it's a big one after this, man. Crazy. We got. We got a big one oh, after this with Eastern Washington. We we can't, I can't wait to preview that one. But oh, yeah, that was gonna be a fun one for sure. But man, I mean, but looking at but but like I said, the most important game is this week's. Yeah, you know, we'll yep. we'll we'll talk about that for all the listeners out there. We'll talk about it next week. We'll talk about next Eastern week. the matchups. Yep. What we think, you know, kind of the the productivity of things and get realistic with the numbers. But really, when it comes down to it, man, I think I think it's gonna be a really good game. I think Cam's gonna have a hell of a game. Those offensive linemen, I don't think they're gonna give up zero sacks. You know, 
And that that's yeah. a personal challenge. It's a personal goal. I think the defensive front's gonna go out there, and go crazy. The cornerbacks are already gonna play lights out. I think we're gonna have oh. a you know a, a pair of interceptions. You know, so I'm yep. expecting the expectation is high, and there's a reason yep. for that. I'm, I'm not just blowing smoke just to blow smoke. I'm not turning wheels to turn wheels. I'm I'm ready to get after it, man. It, it, it's one of those things. Is it's the deeper I get into it, I guess I, the more passionate I am because I oh, know yeah. what it's like to play in those games. I know what it's yep. like to play in the games that you're supposed to win. I know it's like to play in the games where they have you as an underdog and it's fun all the way around, dude. And it, it really yeah. is a challenge. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see. Um, yeah. I still think they need to get the Justin Ford camera um, and just, you know, Mike up, cam baby. on him. Mike oh my up. gosh. We need, we need to get, we, we really do need to get uh, uh communications department or somebody on that because that would be, that would be legit. Be that would be crazy. Oh my gosh! And the, and the crazy part about it, man, I think Justin Ford is the epitome of of just that passion. Dude. I think he represents oh, yeah. his passion, what he's looking yep. to do, the way that he plays the game. I mean, every single play, whether it's him or not, you see yep. him on the field celebrating. You know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Celebrating. And that's infectious, man. That that yeah, that attitude is just infectious. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, no, so. it's absolutely crazy, man. So I think it's going to be a fun one. For those of you guys yep. that are out to the game this week, I will be attending the game too. So if you guys want to come say what's up, come say hello. Let's get a beer together. Let's get a drink together. Um, also, shout out to Trevor, Trevor Wellnell. Uh, right now, he's hosting, uh, I think, tomorrow, I think, starting from 8 a.m. always a car wash. And it's essentially uh, it's a fundraiser. So if you guys oh, want to awesome. go out there, it's going to be 2610 Radio Way here in Missoula, Montana. Uh, go out there and support. Go show some love. Go go get your whipping. You know, some of you don't exactly. don't know how to wash your car, especially when it gets to the bad weather. <laughs> so go out there and get your car washed. What what are they what are they raising money for? Uh, I don't remember off the top, but I just know proceeds of the actual fundraiser go to. I forgot the cause off the top of my head. I don't yeah. want to get the wrong cause. Yeah, yeah. But definitely. I mean, I know he's been posting about it religiously. Twitter's been pretty great about helping him out too. And you know, and I think that that just kind of goes to speak to, you know, the place that we are in time that we are being able to use your name to say, hey, you know what, come support this great cause. And I hope more yeah. players step up, step up, and use their platform to really kind of encourage positive things. You know, because exactly. realistically, when I was playing, it, it, that wasn't necessarily the case. Could you do it? Yeah, but you had a lot more hurdles to jump through in order to get to that point. And I hope this is entices. I think this is one of the good things with the name, image, and likeness. You know, yeah. it's gonna yep. put it's gonna put them in a situation where you know these causes are really gonna be brought to the forefront of the community. You know, and I know Missoula is just really big on community support. Yep. You know, and community love, and I think uh, I think it's a great thing, man. So some of those players, I think I think they're doing it the right way. And Trevor's one of those guys, man. He's been a sound that guy. His brother's Marcus. Marcus is a sound that guy. They come from a great family, man, and they're really passionate about just Montana in general. That's awesome. That's awesome. So yeah, yeah. go support them, guys, um, and get your car washed before you know yeah. winter comes, man. Yeah, uh, I do also, have one you know, more thing to say, dude. Yeah, because I, I, I think I, I think I know what you're going to say. I was going to say, don't forget that, man. Uh, are you talking about uh, talking about PSU, Portland State? Yes, but yeah, yeah, dude. No. So for <laughs> those of you guys that don't know, Coach Barnum, which is the head coach at Portland State University, he spent fourteen thousand, almost five hundred bucks, oh. fourteen five, paying a beer tap for the students, and it got to a point where Coors Light even kind of retweeted him. And uh, all I'm gonna say is, where are you, Bobby Houck? You know? Yeah. Where yeah. are you? Whew. No, I'm just fucking around. That would be crazy <laughs> numbers. If if he decided, you know what, if we win the game, I'm gonna buy every single person who bought a beer, I'll pay for that. Think about how much that oh, would be. Oh man. Would you say Think over on over or an, under a hundred thousand dollars? Hundred thousand? I don't know. I'd be I'd be going there six at a time. I'm, t- I'm talking yeah. about I well if there's I'd no wear, limit, dude. Man. Yeah. yeah just get like, I'd three come or four with, at a time. I'd come with a different fit. I'd shave my beard. <laughs> I do anything about like, hey let me get another one. Did you, weren't you just here? No, that wasn't me. That was my brother. I have a that was my cousin. Yeah, that was that my, was my, my twin. <laughs> that was my cousin, man. Yeah. So that number was just absolute, absolutely insane. But I will tell you this That's man, awesome. the drink of the week this week is gonna be some tequila. Terramana tequila specifically man. If you guys haven't had a chance Terramon Tequila is I, everybody knows who, who who the Rock is, so he came out with his own brand called Terramon really? Tequila. I've been sipping on that lately, and let me tell you, it's absolutely fantastic, dude. So if you guys have a chance to you know run around huh. town, it's it, it's not really it's not really 
anywhere in town lately. I think I know like a one place okay. in my habit. I just can't remember off the top of my head. So that's going to be the drink of the week for me. Nice, nice. And it'll be cheers. It'll be cheers to, to the Grizz win. That's what there I'm you going go. for. You're going to put some like Huckleberry like uh, coloring in no, it? Man. In no, it for... hell no. No, just straight up. <laughs> straight up on the rocks, dude. No lime. Nice. No salt. Yeah. It's bitter. A... It's bitter. You're... It's going to be. You're going to do a camel like, pack? Like... No, nothing, dude. Nothing. <laughs> it's going to be bitter like the lost Cal Poly, Cal Poly is going to take this week, dude. I'm, t- oh, I'm calling it right be, now. It's, yeah, it's going to be really bitter. Yeah. So I'm a fan, though, man. That's some Mexican blood <sighs> in me, dude. It, See, I like tequila. It just, it just makes me feel weird afterwards. Oh, it just makes me feel weird afterwards. Oh, no, man. That's that's my vice. I love that stuff, dude. Love that stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, if, yeah, if you see uh, Angel, he'll be drinking some tequila at the game. Yeah. Come join me, y'all. Come join me. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. So, hey, guys, thanks for listening. Um, like you said, if you haven't um, followed us or rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, uh, we would love for you to do that. Support us. Um, those people that already have, thank you. Um, we can't thank you enough for supporting us. If you want to get a hold of us, like we want, we want you guys to be a part of this program, this podcast as well. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram and our Facebook page. Yeah. Um, give us a follow there, a like, um, and yeah, just you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well. So wherever you get yeah. your podcasts. Fix. exactly man and it's one of those things man we're, we're growing we're learning we're human yep. you know none of us i mean we, we didn't go to school for specifically this type of stuff you know no uh, the no. marketing stuff behind it i mean we're still in a learning process it's still a ways for us to go so i mean we, we appreciate any type of love even if it's just a simple like on our instagram or you know, a follower on our Twitter, dude, any of that type of yeah. stuff, it really just makes our day. And me and Adam can't express how thankful we are for it, you know, yep. but it's one of those things, man. It's don't be afraid to reach out. Don't be afraid to ask to come on the podcast, man. I mean, we want to get to a point where we have people every week kind of debating ideas, talking about different differentiating opinions, you know, what we think, yep. what we don't think, what we're going to be lying at, you know, those types of things. Because, yeah, it's about football and it's about Grizz athletics and, and that stems all the way to – you know, basketball, volleyball, softball, tennis, golf. It doesn't matter, you know, the sport. But again, we're growing, we're learning, you know, but it really is just to set shit light on some important topics, whether that be mental health or financial literacy. I mean, it's going to get to a point yeah. where we really try to grow this podcast to, 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 yep. new, to new heights, you know, and to be used as a resource for whether kids that are looking to get recruited or, or you know, just shedding some lights on some, you know, community topics, man. So at the end of it all, man, we just appreciate the love, man. And for me personally, it, it, I'm just super humbled and grateful to be here, dude. I really, really Amen. am. And I, I, I couldn't have asked for a better opportunity. Couldn't have asked for a better place, man. And so so don't be afraid to reach out and say hello. And uh, uh, yeah, man, go Grizz, baby. Go Grizz.